Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart, Mind, and Voice Show. Hi, ladies. Hi, audience. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Heart, Mind, and Voice Show, <laughs> where we are healing the heart and renewing the mind all through the power of transparency. What's going on, ladies? Hello, hello. Tonight. <laughs> this is your girl Shalonda, aka as Happy Bill. We have Miss Kim, known as Serious K, and our girl Kaneen, known as Queen A. Say hello to our fabulous audience tonight, ladies. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. We're excited to be here with you all. Absolutely, absolutely. It has been an amazing week, I would say. So much is going on in the media. So much. I'm talking, we have the show that I, the movie that I cannot wait to log off and watch. Wendy Williams. <laughs> and then we have this Corona. We have all of this talk about, you know, the new um, uh, vaccine that's out. And then about the stories or the lies that, what was his name again? That was in the White House. I forgot. What was his name, y'all? <laughs> yeah, hit <laughs> about the lies that he told. <laughs> and then the most scariest thing for me, at least, is about the new case that's out, the new corona case that's out. I don't even know where to begin. Let's get started with your girl Wendy Williams. Are y'all watching the movie tonight? Do y'all have Absolutely. it on record? Mine's on record, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> I you may know. have a chance to replay. Oh God. <laughs> Okay. No, okay. I'm serious, Kay. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Are you recording it? Are you recording it? No. Okay. Stream everything now. So if I get off and I can probably find it on some streaming service. Y'all know. Y'all know how we doing now. It's on Lifetime. So guess what? On Lifetime. Um, they show repeats. It'll probably repeat tonight. I, I know, right? Oh, repeat Lord. tomorrow, repeat all throughout the week. So trust me, you will get to see it. And you're off on Monday. So hey, <laughs> you probably gonna watch it tonight. I've been watching, you know, so many of her video, her um interviews about you know the moving about her life, and she's dropped so many nuggets. Wendy Wendy Williams, I won't say she's a big moral fan, like a fan of I'm sorry, celebrity a celebrity of morals, like you know, you think of Oprah, but she definitely know her stuff and know her business. Uh, what have some of the some of the interviews that you've seen? Like, have she dropped any nuggets for you guys? Like one in particular for me, I would say. Um, somebody asked her, uh, one of the um, interviewer asked her, um, so what would you tell a younger person that's trying to walk in your shoes um, when it pertains to being married and kind of being out there really bad and the type of business that, you know, she got her wealth off of what? Dogging out people, basically. <laughs> telling the beans, telling the business, uh, sharing the business. So I would say that... Um, one of the main things that she said, she said, you know, because she was in such a, she she said her, her ex-husband is a serial cheater. He was a serial cheater. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if he mm -hmm. was with her, probably still is. And she said the one thing she would share with that individual or share with anybody is that everybody is not made for marriage. I kind of want to say that for what we're going to talk about tonight. We have so much to talk about. <laughs> but what are some of the things that you guys heard in her interviews? 
Well, uh, I haven't gotten any nuggets. So I have to be honest about that. <laughs> that was a good nugget, though. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty good. But I did mm -hmm. uh, watch the one with TMZ where she did say that, you know, he was a serial cheater and she didn't decide to leave him until she found out about this little three year old child or whatever. Yeah. So I found mm -hmm. that pretty interesting. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it's kind of weird how their relationship is. She'll at, at one point she'll say, "Okay, like he's my best friend. We're cool. We're cool." And then another side she'll say, "Well, you know, he's this, he's that." And I'm like, "Which one is it? Y'all cool or you ain't cool?" You know, she go back and forth with him. So, but I guess that's how their relationship was—a a little roller coaster, up and down. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, for me, I would say, um, you know, I mean, I think we can always learn for somebody, you know, she's kind of messy to me a little bit, <laughs> but, Extremely I, messy. <laughs> but I really say I'm all about finding um, teaching moments. And I heard something on the radio the other day and she said it was WBLS and she said um, she would love to teach and she would love to give back and um, teach people how to communicate because she said she's been through so many ups and downs and in getting into that world of communication. And she wanna teach college students how to really know how to communicate effectively because she's an icon in communication. She was on the radio, she was on a um, television, she was on a talk show, she had her own talk show. So, you know, so she's definitely, definitely um, in the arena when it comes to communication. And she says she wanted yeah. to be back in that arena. Now, which was crazy, what she said is this, she says she wants to of <laughs> <Of> many things. <laughs> so she says she wants to um, show parents that their hard-earned money of their children's education is invested well because she's an iconic. So yes. kids, their kids can come to college and learn through someone who's already been in the media, someone who's already been in that industry. Mm -hmm. And you know, but then she said, some days I won't be able to make it, so I'll get someone in my place that's trusted and. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it was Jeff based on, he said, um, he said, I forgot the name exactly, but Jeff on a radio show, he said, you know what? He said, how can you um, tell parents that I'm going to be here and teach? And then you're going to have a representative, you know, a representative in your place. He said, right, they're, right. they're not paying, they paying for you, not the representative. So, yeah. <laughs> that was good though, that she wants to teach because who would not want to be taught, especially if you're in the communications field, career, yeah. industry. She is one of the best, you know. I'm yeah. not saying she is the best, mm -hmm. <laughs> but she's definitely one of them. And especially we have, you guys know, tons of bloggers, bloggers that would love to walk halfway in her shoes, if not all the way. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then you have those that want to be on the flip side, because I think there's like two different levels when it comes to that world that communication world because we have the oprah and the gales mm -hmm. and we have the windy mm -hmm. right and i don't know who else think <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of out there because then you have tam uh what's her name tamarin hall or tamarin hall. yeah like she's very well respected and then you have you know you have a few others but then you have wendy <laughs> but wendy has done extremely well she even said that um i was listening to one of her interviews and she said that i can live so well now one of the surprising things that wendy said was that she took a lot of stuff and i can't wait till we watch it maybe we'll talk about it a little bit 
you know, about the show <laughs> next week. But um, she said that the reason why she had, you know, she, her husband was a serial cheater and she knew that he had cheated on her so many times. She said, I think it was two, maybe three, two, three year in the marriage that he cheated and she stayed. But one of the that things- That she knows she of. <laughs> yeah, right. And she yeah. said, that, exactly. And she said she stayed and one of the interviewers said, well, why? You knew you was building this major brand why did you stay? Because you knew that the more money you made and he worked for her. So you knew that money was going to go. Some of that money was going to go out to him. Like that is something huge with women in particular. Come on, ladies. Yes. <laughs> we mm -hmm. work hard. We make all this money. And then we have to give it out to someone that cheated on us numerous yes. times. It ended a catastrophe. <laughs> mm -hmm. But she said one of her things that... <clears throat> I wanted to bring out because this is what this show is about healing the heart renewing the mind all through the power of transparency and if, wendy is one of those transparent ones at least more so yes. now that she's you yes. know exposing out there but um she said because she loved him she loved him but she did say the whole time she was building her case to leave him she did not want to be one of those statistics single divorcee you know living in somebody's basement barely making it so and i think she's done extremely well day but hey you know do your thing right <laughs> do right. your thing yeah. i idolize the money and that's not it right <laughs> but not yeah. her journey so let's move on to um the trump story his name was trump right yeah trump story about him lying about the corona numbers which let's be honest we knew he was, we knew those numbers were not accurate. I'm going to say all areas, but what, what have you girls heard about that story? So what I've heard, I forgot the doctor's name. Um, I wish I'd have the Burks. Yes. So um, she indicated that the numbers were coming into her and she said some of the numbers she did not know exactly, but she said they, she knew it was off. So whatever, whatever information was coming to her, I believe she was also told to not to disclose all all of you know numbers, but even what came to her was distorted. Um, so she said she never questioned it, and she she did she did apologize because she didn't question it, and she apologized to the audience because that's something important to know. But she felt like Trump wanted her to not disclose, and then basically, in other words, he was just kind of denying it. He was just um, overlooking what was going on. Um, and as, as you can see, we see the numbers are rising. Yesterday, I was watching CNN, and every single day we have over two thousand cases. Yeah. People yeah. are dying. It's not. It's not. It's just you know over four hundred thousand in people who is reporting COVID, but it's over two thousand every single day of people that's dying. Um, and I don't know, you know, the seriousness of how people are really taking it. Um, you know, sometimes I'm out. In the streets and i just see people walking around with no masks and i'm like hey you know they talking to you and you know but um so people because they had not caught it or maybe had had not had anyone in their family that had the COVID, but it is really serious and i think it's something that we really need to take serious especially with this new mutation um corona or i, I don't even say it's corona i don't know the name of it but this variant that's now coming yeah. from, from south africa and from the uk is is, is real so yeah, yeah. I've heard well, that. Go ahead. Seriously. Oh, ahead. no, I was just going to say, um, 
One thing uh, they asked Dr. Burks uh, in that interview um, that I saw, they asked her, why didn't she stand up and say something about what she saw? You know, the graphs that he had, she said right. those were not her graphs. She said she know that it was somebody on the inside yeah. of somebody from the outside brought him those graphs. So they said, well, you know, Dr. Fauci in the beginning, he would stand up to him and he'd step up and correct him and say, no, is this, this and that. She said, mm -hmm. well, he was given the opportunity and I wasn't. But I don't believe that's what it was. I believe that she was afraid to be bullied because she was a woman. And we know Trump is famous for bullying women. women yes. And I think that she was just afraid to stand up and say something. And now that he's gone, she's like now, you know, able to speak about it without being, you know, bullied and talked down on, you know, so. But don't you think she should feel some type of way like yeah, this is serious, nothing to play with. And I know, right? <laughs> and um, you know, sometimes that pose a, a question, just a self-reflection question, or just, you know, just to look within yourself, like, what's more important, me standing up for what's right mm -hmm. and dealing with, you know, little little-minded people, small, small minded yeah. people right. that basically can't do mm -hmm. anything, you know. To me, it's just, you know, right. a lot of wind words, that's what he did a lot. And, <laughs> you know, versus, you know, doing the right thing. Now, the one thing that I'm not clear on is, um, I guess the numbers were they were they numbers that were in particular states that as far as the cases or the deaths or across the board? She didn't elaborate on that. Well, if she did, I didn't hear that part, but. Mm -hmm. I just know that the 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 numbers were wrong. I'll just say that. So okay, okay. And you know, yeah, I think about this. So mm -hmm. like, I'm I'm in Georgia now, <clears throat> in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm originally from New York, but Georgia has been in New New York, right? And mm -hmm. supposedly the the numbers in Georgia is not as high as all the other states, which is very surprising because mm -hmm. we're 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 operating like it's no Corona. We I mean we're exactly. we wearing masks, but we operate and like everything is okay. Um, so I believe that they are still hiding numbers. Um, and, and because it was such a mess of what happened in the White House and not disclosing that information, they're probably trying to figure out how do we even disclose the truth of this? So yeah. they're trying to create a big mess and a big, you know, what's already a mess and everything that's been going on. So I believe that they're still somewhat disclosing numbers. Um, and I just want to say it's very interesting because um, if you're following last year, and it, it's like we're almost going back into the same situation, right? Where oh, yeah. last year um, we started hearing about, you know, the the virus um, overseas. We started hearing about it in the month of like December, January. Same thing with this this new um, this new virus. We started we started to hear about it in the month of December and January. Um, in February, it was it was more you know discussions about it, it was all over the news. Next thing you know, in March, we had to shut down completely, and it seemed like the same exact thing is occurring where uh, we hear about it. Next thing you know, we probably hear that they may have to shut down, um, and it's like it's following a pattern of what happened last year. And again, I don't think people are taking it. I don't want to say everyone, but I think some people are really not taking it as serious. I mean, some people would just. You know, we hear the term live my life. I should always, you know, why have this stopped me? I'm living my life. And they just travel abroad and and overseas and other countries. You know, it's just like you don't know what's going on. So I just think people really need to be very, very careful and mindful um, and just follow new ways of, you know, having fun and dating. 
But you know, it's very interesting because with Trump, right? With Trump, I thought about this because one of our topics is narcissism. Well, do you think <laughs> Trump was a narcissist? <laughs> you know, I've said it. You know, I've said it. The definition of it, he's all that. And this all of, yes. <laughs> it's all right? about yeah. It's all about him. He is uh he wants to be on top. He wants yes. to be seen, he wants to be known, he wants to be um uh, honored. Um mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't like competition. Yes. Uh, there's a lot in <laughs> <laughs> narcissistic people. He, he has right. to be acknowledged. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he's right about so many things and he feels mm -hmm. okay. Like if, if, if you're like, you know, why would you think that this is the right thing to do? What's the problem? What's wrong? Just like with Corona, it's no big deal. We'll get through <laughs> it next. You know, like yeah. what? this yeah. is not next, you know, because yeah. we've lost so many people, you know, due to Corona. I want to mention um, about the, um, the vaccine. The yeah. um, the two different now one thing I want to correct when we did our show probably one of our first show first shows uh, a couple of weeks ago or a month ago almost um, I mentioned the Moderna and then Pfizer and then mm -hmm. I didn't know I don't know if you all knew but you know we we were you know on the show and that we were talking about it, and I was like well how can you determine which one to take I was not aware or clear on they had to take both of them wait a while take one then wait a while and take the other one because mm -hmm. they were hand in hand. So we didn't really elaborate on that much, but I know that um, now I have that clarity and know that they've come out with a new one that's Johnson and Johnson has a vaccine that's 66%. And I'm just kidding. It's one shot, I believe is not, you know. Yeah, I, I think shot. I mentioned that in one of our shows that one of my nurse clients brought up, uh, talked about Johnson and Johnson. Oh, she's already mm -hmm. taken no she hasn't but remember i told you i told you guys it was one of the other shows and i was like mm -hmm. you know i heard that johnson and johnson was coming out with a vaccine but i didn't know if it was real or not but mm -hmm. it is and um uh, a lot mm -hmm. of people i talked to somebody today about it one of my uh, clients and she was saying i think i want to take that johnson and johnson one but you know um I wonder if people are going to trust them. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because they couldn't even get the ingredients to pop baby powder right. <laughs> you know, right. they got folks running around here, you know, with sick kitties. I'm sorry. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if people are going to trust them. Right. <laughs> <says> sick kitties. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying, you know. <laughs> They do have a big lawsuit for all yeah, the students that's out there, just so everybody know. <laughs> Johnson yeah. is being sued for um, you know, a product that they had that wasn't too good for the kitties. <laughs> yeah. um, I just I you know, I feel a certain way. I mean, we have half of the country that's for the vaccine, then we have the other half that's not really for it. And you have to think because they can. I'm not sure if they will, but they definitely can make it, you know, a you know, they can make it a law that you must take it if you want to travel. And I, I know you ladies love to travel. So <laughs> what are you gonna do then? So, <laughs> and both of you, like, you know, have stated that you're not on the side of the vaccine. Mm -hmm. So that's something to consider because 
you know, they got to get it under control. And it's just a lot of biases when it comes to that vaccine. I really hope they get that together. Well, I have a, I'm sorry, but I have a trip in June and um, <laughs> they sent a, well, they sent, they sent out the email saying that we have to have the COVID test, mm -hmm. you know, if you're flying out of the country, you have to have the COVID test done before. And then to fly back in, you have to have the test done before yeah. you come back into the country. Yeah. The test. Flying or shipping? Flying? Huh? Is flying. It flying. Shipping or just <laughs> flying? Oh, okay. So, oh, you know, the, they, they still keep changing the dates on when they're going to cruise and stuff. So I don't know about that. But we flying. We're flying. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, this brings up an interesting topic too, right? Because, um, you know, it was it talks about um, the states becoming somewhat separate from its own. You know how um, Africa, you know, is a continent and they have every and instead of being a state, it's countries. Mm -hmm. And do you think that the U.S. will be doing something like that when possibly because we see the discord between the states, we see the discord between the Republicans and the Democrats. So we see so much discords now. Right. And then with the whole yeah. virus, they're going to have to get a hold of all these things that's taking place. So do you think possibly um, that they're going to be maybe shutting down some of the borders in the states, whereas we would need maybe um, some type of official document or some type of maybe like a passport, you know, we don't need a passport for the US, but mm -hmm. do you think we need a passport going forward? Because it's like, when you think about it, um, the virus is, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's not gonna go any place right at the moment. So to control it, because people still want to travel. And I know sometimes that, you know, the governments certainly don't want to restrict people too much. Um, right. So with that being said, if they travel into other states, what you think is going to happen? How would they be able to get a better control over everything? And again, it's been talks about um, um, maybe creating digital type of IDs just to keep track of certain people, as well as digital IDs just to go across certain states. So. In other words, most people are going to have to have a passport in order to travel throughout the U.S. And I believe this is all coming about now. And, you know, it's very interesting, right, because astrology, you know, I love astrology and numerology. Um, we are in a five year which deals with travel and expansion and also awakening. So because of travel, it's going to be some laws around travel that's going to change in a major way. So we got to get ready for that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely see Texas doing that. Yeah, they were once upon a time, right, uh, Kim? I know. You know, mm -hmm. I know I they know. had. Yeah, they once upon Texas were one of the first. Huh? Actually, Texas were one of the first who was testing it out. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, one day, let me tell you, ladies, one day my dream is to um, settle in a new, amazing date. Okay, let's move on to the narcissist. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm hoping to settle in a new country. <laughs> Go ahead, Queen A. What were you saying? <laughs> I said, I'm ready to settle in a new country. My, my Me too. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> that'll work. I will move to Canada tomorrow. I wouldn't say Canada. It's too cold. It's too cold. <laughs> Um, however, um, you know, th that's another a whole other topic in itself. You know, it's a lot of things going on around Canada. Um, and I believe, you know, just 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 my opinion, don't take it and run with it. But I believe Canada um, will be a little bit more strict um, 
with their guidelines of people coming to the country because it is going to be a time, I believe, where um, it's going to be a lot of travel and possibly this year where people are going to be moving out, possibly looking to get passports into you know, Canada. Um, but I, I believe Canada will be one area that's important to maybe, you know, look to get a passport, look to kind of get, not a passport, but look to get some type of um, way to get into that country. Um, if not, I believe other, you know, other areas as well. But we're going to see this year and um, mark my words, I believe that this year, that is going to be a lot of changes with travel and possibly people moving as well. Yeah, okay. yeah definitely. Um, I, I just hope I'm in that number. I'm just saying, and I'm being honest. <laughs> I just hope I, I would love. It would be like so amazing to move to another country versus a state. I would love to just move to another yes, state. Yes, yes. But <laughs> another country and pick up a whole new culture. And I've seen a lot and heard a lot and learned a lot about. Canadian culture, and I actually like it. So um, that's definitely something that's on the list for me. So <laughs> let's move on to some of our exciting topics tonight. Um, one of the topics that people love to talk about is love, relationships. And uh, one of our topics is dealing with um, different entities within a relationship. Um, are you in a controlling relationship? Is that significant other, be it man or woman, narcissist, uh, a narcissist or or what? And there's so many. I was watching um, um, a video on narcissism and, 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 and the doctor or the therapist was talking about how um, sometimes when people have those traits, doesn't necessarily mean that they are narcissists, but and and I guess and this is how I relate it to, <clears throat> and uh, I'm not trying to be funny. I want to be very sensitive to people that really have you know um, uh, mental you know challenges and everything. But I thought about people that you know have like um, a, a, a depression disorder, you know, which you know can it can escalate to bipolar and then to schizophrenia. But uh, sometimes when people, because they've been through a lot and they just have those traits of someone that actually have depression A or B or actually have bipolar um, or, or is actually bipolar or schizophrenia, they may have those traits. They may act like them and remind you someone that have a, you know, um, a mental um, disorder. And so mm -hmm. I kind of, you know, related to that when she was saying sometimes people can have certain traits of a narcissist, but mm -hmm. not necessarily be one. And when you do notice those traits, um, you know, it is necessary that you go and you have a conversation with someone, a professional, not just anybody. Right. So um, we're talking about this in relationships. <laughs> And I know all of us have been in good relationships. We've been in, you know, bad relationships. And we've been in those relationships that are just, you don't even want to bring them up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, I would say, especially, okay, this is one question I have for you ladies. Do you think that it's different from, for men per se, being in a relationship with a woman that carries those narcissist traits versus a woman being in a relationship with a man that carries those traits. Have you guys thought about that? Like, what, what would you, what do you say about that? What do you think? Well, you know, for one, for one, I mean, 
studies and statistics show that um, in most cases, narcissist is in is in males predominantly rather than females. Right. I would say that um, women can possess those traits, but it may be, you know, mm-hmm. something else or um, it could be some something in her background, something in her history, maybe codependent, because sometimes codependent um, people can come across as narcissists as well. Um, but, you know, in most cases, um, women, I would say women are attracted to like codependent women are typically attracted to narcissistic people or men. Um, but you don't necessarily see, you know, women that are, that are considered narcissists. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Sirius K? You're over there yeah. Uh, yeah. Like she said, mostly that trait is dominant in men than women. Um, and you do have a lot of selfish men out there because selfishness is one of those narcissist traits. Cause you know, that it's all about them. It's all about me. All you know, they, they do not care about your feelings, uh, how you feel about it. How's it going to affect you? They just want what they want when they want it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and yeah. you could probably see some of those traits in, in women, but women are a little bit more sensitive. Like we are nurturers. So we do care about how it's going to affect you. You know, right. even if we are a little bit selfish, we do, you know, keep, other people in mind, especially if we love them, you know? Right. But yeah, and and some narcissistic traits or can be hereditary too. It can be passed down. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have either of you ever been in a narcissistic relationship? (laughs) (laughs) Or a relationship with a narcissist? (laughs) You know, I I I don't think I have um However, I've been in like like the set the traits were somewhat similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, because to me, like one of the one of the traits of narcissism is being controlling. Um, mm-hmm. so I've been in relationships where um it's been some sense of control, like you know, when the what the person wanted to control every aspect of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um so and then also um some some relationships I've been in where they play the victim and everything. So always feeling that's another trait, you know, but it always feeling victimized. But Mm -hmm. it's very interesting with astrology, right? You know, I always go back to astrology. Let us have it. So so with astrology, right? Because sometimes people look at, you know, they say, Oh, this is just the nature of like, you know, I'm I'm a Virgo. So people say, Oh, this is a nature of Virgo to be um Mm -hmm. wanting to be in control, or the nature of Aquarius. Um Happy Bill, you know, being Aquarius, the nature to want to detach. And then um, Sirius K, the nature of Capricorn, they would say, you know, serious or just all about business. But um, so it's like we all have these aspects, right, about us. But mm-hmm. you know, so some people may look at that and say, well, this is just how the person is. But with astrology, right, this is why I always love astrology because um, it gives you the blueprint of who you are and what you attract into your life. Like just giving a really quick example, the fourth house in astrology talks about the nature of, like the inner nature of a person, where they came from. Um, so say for instance, my fourth house is in, in, in Aries, which explains why I may attract people who are dominant. I'm a bit dominant, not all the time, but. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, you know, so um, also very tense relationships. Right. Um, but the, the fourth house represents the mother figure. So, you know, when you look at the fourth house, how the person relate to their mother also determines how they relate to you in the relationship. 
So if you look at that, if you look at things like that, you tend to understand. And you have to look at the moon sign. So there's mo so many aspects to it. But, you know, sometimes, as, as Sirius K said, um, it can be hereditary. Narcissism can be hereditary. But also, when you look at astrology in your chart, you begin to see where those traits are coming from. Sometimes we don't even realize where they're coming from. Sometimes we don't even realize why mental illness or why, um, why sometimes we may suffer a lot with depression. So, you know, so just for instance, my moon sign is Aries. And again, a, a lot of Aries, right? A lot of fire. <laughs> so with Aries, um, it represents the mind, the brain. So taking very careful, um, being very careful of how you treat your mental, you know, capacity. Like you got to heavily invest in your mind because you could be depressed sometimes. So you could be cloudy sometimes because the, the Aries represents the mind. Yeah. So, you know, um, or you may be interested in psychology. So with the Aries, it could be a moody sign. So all these different things have, you know, can definitely say a lot in terms of why a person show up the way they not only, you know, with astrology, but they experience in life. So I have a lot to say about that, but yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have a show just on relationships. <laughs> <laughs> just to say really quick, with narcissism, so it is red flags, and I've been in relationships where mm. it was red flags and I ignored the red flags, just like oh. what we did, right. Because it's like out of love and lust, you know, definitely lust. Yeah. You know, they say love yeah. blinds, lust blinds. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, you know, it's, you know, so it's so many aspects. It's like, and we don't, some people like, they don't even know what a narcissist is. So, right. you know, given the red flags of what to look for, because we don't even know sometimes we come in connection with a person. And sometimes, especially women, we want to be loved so much and we want to give love that we may not yes. realize that we are dealing with someone who may have issues or need help. We may need, you know, need help and how to identify those red flags. Like with Wendy Williams, perfect example. Like, I don't know if her husband was a narcissist, but they definitely both possess certain traits. And then it's like, she stayed in a relationship. She was growing. She stayed in the relationship. She said out of love, but it's like, you know, was that really love? You know, is it really love? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very true. And speaking on that, <laughs> I would say, I don't know. I mean, the majority, um, definitely we know it's never, you know, all men and all women, <laughs> but it's always yeah. gonna be there a majority there. So I would say the majority of um people that carry a narcissist personality disorder would be men. Majority would be men. I mean, it would be excellent and interesting to know just like as far as like the men and what particular race carry it the most. Oh yeah, that's really good. <laughs> keep that to myself. But yeah, <laughs> it would be that would be a very interesting statistic. But um, I want to say this because once again, our show, filling the heart, renewing the mind, all through the power of transparency. You know, being transparent, I was definitely in a narcissistic with someone that had a lot of narcissistic <laughs> traits. And possibly a narcissist, definitely, um, you know, researching and studying it myself. And I would say this, especially to my women, um, more so my women, because we suffer a lot more than the, on the men when dealing with that narcissistic significant other, be it a girlfriend, boy, I'm sorry, boyfriend or uh, spouse. Um, a narcissist, and I know you guys know this, but a narcissist portrayed to be this genuine individual. 
And usually they are really loved by a lot of people because they don't live with a lot of people. They only live with that person or, you know, intimately connected to that person that they're involved with. So as we know, ladies, that when we're intimately connected with someone, there's a lot of involvement with that. And we know the good, the bad, and the ugly. So a person that's on the outside looking in does not know the good, the bad, and the ugly. So they're going to just see what they see and look at you as though, okay, <laughs> you know, that's what they said. And, you know, and but, you know, part of us is just human nature because it's we're human. Mm -hmm. um, we would more than likely say, well, I never saw that in that individual. Oh, they don't seem that way. Like what she mm -hmm. said about her or what she's saying about him. So I don't know. That's what he said or that's what she said. But they always, and I want the ladies to know this, they always, that guy in particular that you're messing with, that's a narcissist or have those traits, they always come across to the other person, um, to just people in general, as this kind individual. You know, they you know what? They can be excellent, excellent actors. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of them that's out there that are, but they um they portray to be someone that they're not. And and I think that's their that's almost like their gift and curse. <laughs> they fantasize. Huh? They fantasize a lot. Yes, mm -hmm. because if they use it in the right way, it can mm -hmm. benefit them monetarily amazingly. But you know, they use it against um, you know, their loved ones because of that, you know, that, you know, because of that sickness and because they don't really, because they're overly obsessed with themselves, they don't really believe in themselves. You know, when you're so full of yourself of yourself and, and won't let anybody in or don't think, I think that you're like the greatest mm -hmm. all times. And it's okay. It's good to think that we're all that and we're excellent and we're great at this and we're great at that. We, we should, but I think that there should be some uh, modesty there and um, balance there. So um, that's one thing that uh, one main and major trait that narcissists do not have and that's balance. I would definitely say that that's balanced. So moving on, ladies. <laughs> this before, is let me just say this before, you know, so before I just want to encourage people definitely to look for the red flags. I was reading a report on psychology today and they talked about some of the red flags is um, where the person may be like they're very charming. So they'll come across to you very and serious. K, you may know more of this topic because she's studying, um, you know, how to, to become a therapist. But. Um, one of the things they said was well, some of the things they said was um, to look for someone who's very like, you know, very controlling, someone who overlook what you're saying and your thoughts, someone who's always playing the victim mindset, never seeing, never taking ownership of what they do. They always blaming you for um, your things and what you're doing. They always looking for some excuse to, to move away from, you know, what they're doing. Um, again, never taking accountability for who they are, what they've done. Um, also, people they 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 appear one way to um, the outside world, but in personal relationship with you, they're completely totally different. Um, and also, they could be someone again. They want full control, you know, of everything. They want full control, and it's like if you don't, you know, relationships about compromising. But when you don't compromise, if they don't want compromise. They want full control, and they're not, um, you know, basically doing what they say. Um, they they cause you to have a fit, and then they, they look to blame you for everything. Um, and then also they want to play on your mind, your psyche, put you down in so many ways because they have low self esteem. 
So they want to put you down to make you feel like you have low self-esteem as well. So, um, you know, it, it, it can become a very emotional relationship, a very toxic relationship. But what happens as well is because um, and a lot of times in those relationships, the sex is off the chain. <laughs> So, you know, sometimes if you in a toxic, I mean, you could be in a good relationship, of course, and have great sex. But when, mm -hmm. when you're in a, um, a narcissist, you know, relationship, they, they study you very well. So they study you. They know what you like. They know what you don't like. They study your, your every move, your mind. They look for ways to control. And then, the, and then the sex, you know, they look for ways to manipulate you sexually. So those are signs that you want to look out for because it's very, very important. And you want to make sure, you know, that you are healthy, you know, as well. Again, sometimes in codependent relationships, we don't even realize at times that we could possibly be codependent or have codependent signs. And I just want to say, be happy in yourself, be happy in who you are so you can draw the right person to you. Mm -hmm. I was going to say um, also to add for women in particular, you know, never second guess your intuition, especially yes. relationships are the most, um, not just toxic, but they're the most uh controlling and you know it's kind of like they're the hardest to get out of because yes. um even in some parts because women most of the time we move on emotions um but definitely um you know for women you know we move a lot on emotions so mm -hmm. emotions can get all caught up in it and and we just see through emotions. <laughs> I love him, as Wendy said. <laughs> but you know, um, your life matters. You matter. And though he may not be um, a physically abusive, you know, emotionally and verbally, it's just as uh, mm -hmm. impactful. So um, definitely never second guess yourself. And if you feel like you are with one right now, you know, as you watch and listen to the, listen to, you know, our show, definitely, you know, reach out and talk to someone that knows a little bit more about it or just talk to someone that's full of wisdom. And they can definitely, you know, tell you, yeah, that doesn't seem right or that's not right. You know, don't talk to someone who uh, can be biased, but definitely yeah. talk to someone who's going to be fair and full of wisdom. So I would say yeah. that when it comes to dealing with narcissists. Uh, Kim, did you want to add anything? Yes, um, I wanted to say to women, be careful when you're in a relationship with a narcissist because we know that they are envious and they want all the praise because yeah. they feel like, of course, like we said before, they are above you. So be careful not to lose yourself. Mm -hmm. Do not lose yourself. Do not lose who you are and who you want and what you want it. Because I was in a relationship with somebody that had those narcissist traits. And before I got with this person, I knew what I wanted. I knew who I was. I knew my hopes and my dreams. But being with that person, um, they were controlling and it was all about them. And me being the nurturer that I am and the <laughs> person that just loves so hard like I am, I was more focused on making sure that he was happy, that he was okay. And when I got out of that situation, I was like, I'm lost. I forgot what I wanted. Wow. So, and, and whenever, and then I want to say this too, mm -hmm. get out whenever your peace is disturbed, it's time to go. Yes. And of yes. course, we already know, too, when it becomes abusive, mental, mentally and physically abusive and your peace is disturbed, that's when you know it's time to go. Get out. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. This is so good. So therapeutic. So helpful. And so in so many ways. 
And I can't believe we're getting close to the end of our show, but we can't. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got one more topic to discuss. <laughs> I know this is one of my favorite and personal topics in particular. Um, when dealing with controlling relationships, how about the messy in laws? Now, <laughs> do y'all see that? Messy in laws. <laughs> And you know, I'm not gonna say so much that maybe Solange was being messy, but when they are involved in your marriage because you're married to him and he's married to you and he's not married to them and she's not married to them either. <laughs> so when there's a third party in a two party situation, which should be one, um, that's messy. <laughs> and um, there's so many couples and, you know, in-laws, a lot of them, I'm not going to say all in-laws because, um, you know, some people have excellent experience, you know, have had an excellent relationship with their um, in-laws, be it mother, father, you know, um, aunts, uncles, whoever <laughs> that's an in-law. But um, I would definitely say that um, it's important to being in a relationship it's important to keep it between you and him or you and her and not you and them so yes. you know of course you know you want to get feedback you want to get wisdom and i've heard that when you marry her you marry her family when you marry him you marry his family do y'all agree with that <laughs> y'all already <laughs> know <laughs> Or clarify that. I mean, we've all been married. Come on, serious K and Queen A. So, do you agree with when you marry so, him? You don't have no so short, sweet, and impactful. <laughs> so happy, Bill. Okay, <laughs> I married into the family, not to the family. Okay. Yes, I love that. <laughs> so I married him and not them, and of course, I love my in-laws. Okay, yeah. There, I love them. But remember what the word, the good word said. You leave your father and your mother yes. and you cleave to your wife and the two become one. They didn't say in all them. They didn't say in all us become say one. Say it again. And the two become one. <laughs> say it um, again. I owe no explanation to anybody but him and the Lord up above. And so me and my husband, we have this bond. We have a strong bond. And all we care about is, is Kim happy? Is Jason happy? Because at yeah. the end of the day, it's just me and him. Yes. When, if he gets sick and he need to go to the hospital, guess who's taking him? Guess who's taking yeah. care of him? Yes. I, same thing with me. And if I need something, guess who I count on? That man, him, nobody else. Mm -hmm. And the good Lord. So again, <laughs> Um, I married into the family, but not to the family. Oh, Love y'all in laws, but you know. <laughs> I'm about to throw this cup of <laughs> You know, it's very interesting, right? Because um, I, I haven't been like, thank God, my ex husband and other relationships I've been in, like, I had great relationships with the in laws. Um, but one thing I can say is. <laughs> So one thing I can say, um, my son is not married yet, but 
with his with his girlfriend and my son is the type of I me mean, you know he's he's a millennial so he's he's to the point where he's like you know i don't care what you say so i i didn't really care for you know for his significant other um but he's like you know mom i don't, I don't really care what you think like this is you know and <laughs> this, it, you know and it's like and and I, try, I did as a mother, you know, I tried to lead him in the right direction, but I had to learn how to help him make the right choices for himself. And if he choose to be with whoever he choose to, then he just have to learn the journey from it. Now, I, yeah. you know, I had some, you know, people that I know where I, you know, counsel people as well and coach people in relationships where the in-laws were heavily involved, like just all up in the business for what? So, you know, it's just... <laughs> And it caused so much disturbances for the for that relationship. Even if that person is not the right person for your son, your daughter, or whatever, is not, you know, it's not our journey to 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 really say that, but our journey is to help them make the right decisions and make it right first, you know, for God in the marriage or you know, in a relationship. If not, then they have to make the choice where they want to stay or leave. But I, you know, like I said, I had situations where it was some messy, messy, messy situations. <laughs> And I didn't understand. I'm like, get out of it. Like, you know why? But yeah, you know, yeah. Gosh, I hate that we have run out of time. But definitely, we're gonna pick that messy in-law topic back up. And the one thing that I know with having experience with messy in-laws, messy in-laws. You got five minutes. <laughs> we want to hear this. We want to hear messy in-laws. You know, Kim. I'm so messy. Crazy. And Queen A, y'all couldn't have said it better that I marry into the family. I did not marry you, mama. I didn't right. marry you, sister. I didn't marry you, brother. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't marry you, dad, stepfather, whatever. I didn't marry you. You know what I'm saying? But I married your son. I married your brother. So, um, and I guess they become messy when when the marriage gets a little shaky. And yes. they, you mm -hmm. know, want to put their two cents in. And and I don't know, um, I'm sure many, you know, me and many others, you know, we're never this. Oh, I'm the only one in the world. No, this is a world of a gazillion <laughs> people. So you're never the only one in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, me and many others have, you know, made the huge and, and, and most worst mistake in talking to the in-laws, thinking that you have this close relationship or even when they say you know they're this you know minister or evangelist or whatever you know so you kind of look at them a little different not just as you know a mom that's you know sitting on the corner and you know drinking with us you know with the girls and like whatever and you know saying all kind of crazy stuff but more so someone that's always praying you know what i'm saying yeah. so you would feel like they would give you more sound advice and not be a part of you know, destroying your marriage because they have all these, you know, inner, you know, <laughs> inner you know. to snatch all apart. But um, mm. I would definitely say that um, that uh, we definitely should, you know, for people that's out there that is experiencing um, messy in-laws, you know, to first of all, if you haven't if you haven't had issues or if you're having issues and you're contemplating going to the mother-in-law or you're contemplating going to the father-in-law or the siblings and please never go to those the, 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 <laughs> the 
brothers. They're the worst. You know, you may get some mothers and fathers that are a little old school understanding, like, well, you know, um, you know, you're going to have these challenges, especially if they've been married for 30 plus years. But, yeah. you know, with the younger folks that's been married for five, 10 years, come on now. And especially when we know how the general society feel about marriage today, like, hey, if it ain't working, move on to the next. And that's not the way it should be. But, you yeah. know, I said so many. Go well, ahead, you know, I have, so, so heavy bill, this is interesting, right? And I would love to expound this topic. So especially when it comes to astrology. But one thing I would say is the individual, um, like, so for instance, you mentioned in your marriage and, and you mentioned how you had some challenges in your marriage with the in-laws. So your spouse, and this is just for anyone, but in your, with your spouse, they should be the ones who stand up for, you know, for you and, and have the courage enough to go to their family and say, listen, like my son, he's 24. And he's like, listen, mom, you're just going to have to accept that. I said, no, she's not allowed in my house. He didn't care. He brought her to my house. <laughs> you know? And I was like, okay, I just had to go with it, you know? So because um, that's my son and I love him. So, and I want him to be happy. So, you know, a lot of times. Oh, it's we have not to your it's not your son yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and it's like, if he's happy in it, you know, I don't get the relationship, but if he's happy in it, then, you know, we all made some errors. We all made, you know, so it's like, we all have to go through our journey. But one mm -hmm. thing I would say is um, that person, like you're, like you mentioned about your spouse. Um, so standing up to your family and letting them know. And a lot of times when it's messy in-laws is because that person did not stand up to their family and let them know this is not going to happen. This, this is not going down like this today. 100%. So, you know, and so it, it says a lot to what was going on in that family dynamics. Mm -hmm. What was how much control do they have over this person where they could influence the way they, you know, the way they operate in their marriage, the way they operate in their lives. And again, if that person can't stand up to their family, let them know this is my choice and have them, you know, just just and, and, and not, a lot of things is we don't even know what they were saying to their to their, um you know, like your, your spouse. You don't know what he yeah. Yeah. to, you know, his family to make them even have a certain feeling about you. So that's, a, you know, it's a, it's a lot to say with that. Um, and it's just a whole lot. And it's like, why? Why bring it again with the narcissist? You know, I'm not saying he's a narcissist, but I'm just saying. So, you know, to look for, look for validation. So in a marriage, if you don't want to take accountability for what's going wrong in a marriage, you look for validation outside of that and possibly yeah. with your family, because your family in most cases is going to always agree with you. So you look for validation as to why you're right. You look for validation when something is not working, you look for validation as, um, okay, this is not working. And you look for someone to agree with you rather than working it out. Mm -hmm. and, and I want to say real quick, because I know we got to close. I was going to say that's why it is so you should not. I just warn people, do not go to your mother or your father and tell them about what's going on in your marriage. If you're mad at your spouse, if it's something serious. Now, if it's because he left the refrigerator door open, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying serious stuff, because then when yeah, you're not mad at him anymore, woman, you know, <laughs> you're not mad at him anymore your mother and father still mad at him and then now you mad because you want them to like him because now you're liking them again yeah. so yeah. and then y'all doing him like that well you shouldn't have ran and told them that <laughs> they, they holding on to that yeah so unless you you're about to leave that person and be done and be over with 
don't go running telling your parents stuff, serious stuff, when you know you're going to stay with that person because they're going to they gonna dislike them and you're still going to be with them. So just yeah, don't yeah. do it. Wait till it's all yeah. over. Then you can give them the rundown. They'd be like, oh, I didn't even know. Okay. <laughs> so true. So true. Serious K and Queen A. Like I say, I've had the, you know, the horrible experience of that. And um, the key thing is, you know, even though they may seem sound as mine did seem sounded, like I say, they wasn't in on the corner drinking a smoke, you know, um, a bull, eight bull. They were, <laughs> you know, on their knees more than the average. And so, but, you know, it's still reversed. So do not share personal you know, trials and tribulations that's going on in your marriage with, um, you know, I would say with either, but you know, you two go to God in prayer about it and then seek out professional help. That's why professional help is available. And if you say, well, we can't afford it. Well, you know, the church is available all day and we can zoom it out. You know, um, they have zoom therapy all day, affordable, free, just you know, check your local listings. We'll put some stuff up for you. Email us at heartmindboyshow at gmail.com. We will let you know we have a, a therapist in practice. <laughs> Get her yes. in it. We have a mental health first aid, me right here. And we have <laughs> a certified coach down below right there. So um, <laughs> Queen A is the business. Serious K is the business. And I uh, definitely the business and the experience. It has been a lovely show, ladies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we have run out of time. And these are some excellent topics, you know, to continue to talk about and provide wisdom to you and help for you. Uh, we have an amazing lineup for February. So definitely yes. tune in because it's going yes. down. And we're yes. talking with the millennials and y'all already know. Pray fools. Yes. <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and we're going to sign off, but definitely tune in to us on next Saturday, 7 yeah. p.m. Central and 8.30 Eastern Time. Please feel free to email us at heartmindvoiceshow at gmail.com. If you have any questions, any comments, we are here live for you. We will definitely respond to you. We love you. Stay tuned and we are out.